Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about something. It's not a sexy topic, but it's an important one nonetheless. I want to talk about why listening works and how shutting up can help you sell more. I'm going to give you five listening tips, five do's, and three don'ts. Five do's, three don'ts. First do, listen to understand don't listen to respond. What do I mean by that? Sometimes we are listening to somebody. Actually, we're just hearing them, but we're waiting for our moment to respond. We're thinking of something we already want to say without really taking the time, the extra moment to listen to what the other person, in this case, a client, is really trying to communicate. We're, we're not listening. We're just waiting to talk. It reminds me of you know the, the when you play double dutch with the jump rope and the person's timing when to jump in. That's how I feel sometimes when I talk to people who aren't listening. I can tell they hear me, but they're not really listening. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. And they typically do it for one of three reasons. And maybe you do this also. One reason is they, they're, they're looking to say something witty or clever, you know? They're thinking about something witty or clever to say. Or they want to inject their viewpoint or an opinion. Or sometimes they just want to hurry the conversation along. And again, when you do this to a customer, it really sets you back because what we're trying to do is synchronize ourselves with the customer. And one of the best ways to do that is to listen to understand, not listen to respond. Tip number two, when you're listening, you need to ask some great questions. Ask some clarification and confirmation questions. Now, questions could be like, are you saying, Mr. Customer, that dot, dot, dot? So you're, you're making the decision that you're going to do dot, 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 right? Would it be correct to assume, Mr. Customer, based on what you've told me, that you're going to dot, dot, dot? And again, what you're looking for is clarification and confirmation of how you're thinking and the customer's thinking. Believe it or not, doing this allows you to synchronize yourself with the client because they go, okay, he's really understanding me. Victor's really listening to me. He's understanding. Tip number three. Pause and reflect before answering. Ooh, this is a gem. Pause and reflect before answering. Too often we think that you have to say something right away. Customer asks you a question, we feel like we need to respond right away. That's a mistake. By taking a moment to pause shows that you're really listening. In fact, it shows the customer that you're really trying to understand their point of view. So don't hurry the conversation by just trying to say something right away. Let them know by taking a moment to pause. I mean, you can almost do this one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and wait three seconds and then respond. That lets the customer know that you're really considering what they're saying and you're giving it some thought. See, it's okay to pause. And I know it's going to seem awkward, but it's okay to, it's okay to pause for two reasons. One, it lets the customer know that you're really thinking about what they have to say or what they've said, but you're also giving yourself some time to think about how you want to phrase something. And it gives you some mental you know, time to really think through what you want to say. It's okay to pause, reflect before answering. Rule number four, body language. Oh, sometimes we think listening is about what we hear, a big mistake. Here's some insight for you. Listening is also about watching, watching body language. Oh, this is key. 
You can tell a lot by what a person is really thinking by just looking at their body language. Body language, believe it or not, is a visual form of listening. You know, when somebody's leaning forward, that means they're interested. When they're leaning back, they're disengaged. When they got their arms crossed, that means they're really not buying what you are selling. Or if they're playing, fiddling with something, that means they're trying to dissipate energy and they're thinking about something else, they're not engaged. Let me give you two resources that I would like you to go out and get. These are two books, two books. I've read a lot of books on body language, but these are my top two. Number one is Definitive Book of Body Language by Alan and Barbara Pease. Let me say that again. The Definitive Book of Body Language by Alan and Barbara Pease. Awesome. The other book I highly recommend is by Joe Navarro. Joe Navarro wrote the book, What Everybody Is Saying. Isn't that a clever title? What every, quote unquote, body is saying. Now, Joe Navarro was an ex-FBI agent who was assigned to reading people. So, you know, the, these two books are a great one-two punch for reading body language. Again, reading body language is a form of listening. You can adjust your speech, what you have to say or what you're saying based on what you're visually seeing. Number five, you gotta ask open-ended empathetic questions. Open-ended empathetic questions. For example, customer says something, you say, you know, can you tell me more about that? Now remember, a closed-ended question is a confirmation question. It's one that requires just a one-word answer. Yes, no, date. Like, how are you feeling today? Good. What date were you born? This date. That's a closed-ended question. An open-ended question invites conversation, and that's what you want. For example, you can ask the customer, can you tell me more about that? Or, how did you deal with that when that happened? You know, going forward, what are some of your expectations? Looking back, what would you have done differently? Now, these are great empathetic questions because, again, by asking these questions to the customer, you're letting the customer know, I really care about what you have to say and I am listening. And here's why listening works. Pay attention. This is important. Here's why listening works. When you listen to somebody, you let them know that they matter. When you ask them empathetic questions like, can you tell me more about that? Well, how did you deal with that? Looking back, what would you change? When you ask empathetic questions, you let them know that you really care about what they're saying, but more importantly, their opinion. And because you care about their opinion, they feel good about themselves. It validates their point of view. And because they feel good about themselves, they associate, this is key, they associate that good feeling with you because they enjoy talking to you. So the next time you call to set an appointment, they're gonna go, you know, I wanna to talk to Victor. Every time I talk to Victor, I really feel good about talking to him. Think back about when you had a conversation with a friend and that conversation lasted like three hours and it was one of the best conversations you had. If I were to go back and analyze that conversation, the reason you enjoyed that conversation is because the other person was really listening to what you had to say. So again, remember, always put the spotlight on them. Use the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, the spotlight should be on your customer. Listening to them, you're only talking 20% of the time. That's why listening works. Now, three don'ts. Don't say to somebody, yeah, yeah, I know that. Don't you hate when somebody says that? You give them a piece of data and they go, yeah, yeah, I knew that already. If you say that to somebody often enough, they're going to stop volunteering information. The other thing you shouldn't do is step on people's conversation. Let them finish. Again, sometimes we're so anxious to jump into the conversation that we step all over somebody's sentence, and that's a rude thing to do. 
The third thing you shouldn't do is when somebody finishes making a statement, giving an opinion or a point of view, you say something like this, yeah, but. As soon as you insert the word but, you've just negated everything they said before that. Here's what you wanna say. If you really wanna add to a conversation, just make this small tweak. Say yes and add your point of view. Instead of going yes, but, you say yes and I would also add this. That allows the conversation to flow better. So again, five tips. Listen to understand, not to respond. Learn how to clarify and confirm what the customer is saying. Three, pause and reflect before answering. Step number four, or tip number four, body language, another form of listening. Number five, ask a lot of open-ended, empathetic question, questions. rather. And again, the don'ts are, don't say, yeah, yeah, I knew that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that. Mistake number one. Mistake number two is to step on somebody's conversation. Mistake number three is to go, yeah, but. Remember, you've been given two ears and one mouth. Please use them in that ratio. People want you to listen to them. And sometimes it's okay to slow down, you know, listen to the customer, get in sync with the customer, and you're going to find that you're going to build rapport that much faster. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation on listening. This is Victor Antonio. Again, let me know what you think about this podcast. Give me some feedback. Leave some on social media. Go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Let me know what you think. I really do care about what you think. Don't forget to check out my website, SeminarsOnSelling.com, where you'll find great sales training programs for you and your team. And last but not least, Victor Antonio always reminding you that selling ain't hard when you know how. (laughs) Talk to you later.